welcome to another great episode of Loot News. Today's a special episode. We have the uh, celebratory episode. Someone's getting one year older. Hmm. Who might that be? We have an amazing Chris here with us again. He's amazing. What's up? What's up? How does that make you tank? Like, what, 21, 22? I think you're just leaving a drink, right? 29. 29. At one point in time, we just... Two boys, 15 and 16. But moving right along here, we've been talking. When did we start out, Tank? Um, talking about football. <coughs> was it uh, division or conference we started talking about our predictions? Uh, whenever the Titans were playing, whatever it was. Patriots, I think. I believe so. They knocked them out. Or, I, I think yeah. it was, was it Patriots when they knocked them out last second? Yeah, it was Patriots. Oh, well, it looks like I got half my prediction right. I predicted 49ers. But I was really, really set on the Ravens. Yeah, they, too. A loss, yeah. Yeah, they got uh, they got bumped up right in a bit. I'm pretty sure they got bumped up before divisionals. They lost to uh, Texas Titans, wasn't it? They were complete guard. I mean, I never seen yeah, Lamar. I mean, Lamar was doing great the whole time. And talk about choking under pressure, man. No one, what's his name, Sneeds? He, yeah, I think so. He dropped like freaking three or four <laughs> passes. And they were just straight chest passes. Wasn't bad at all. But no one was really on their game. Like, honestly, the Ravens just, they weren't, they didn't bring it. They didn't show up, period. But, so the old Patrick Mahomes. Third year in the league, I think, is <clears throat> what he is in. That ain't too bad, is it? Third time in the league, going the bowl. Which I can't say nothing, though. Like, I can't say his team was what brought him there or nothing like that. I mean, Mahomes is good, especially for just being three years in. I mean. Yeah, but he's also got a lot of good players on his team. And that, and that. That is very true, too. Um, Kelsey, what are you thinking? I'm thinking two, probably two of the best, two of the, you know, one of the, two of the best tight ends playing against each other this, you know, for the Super Bowl. I think they're both pretty good tight ends. Yeah, Kittle and mm-hmm. whatever that guy's name is. is Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, both of them are, both of them are good. Speaking of tight ends, I just want to make note that I can't stand Gronk. I know he's not here with us anymore, but I still don't like him. It's off topic, but when I think of tight end, the numbers eight, seven, kind of my mind, and it just it makes me nauseous. I mean, I can't knock on him; he was good, but I don't know. He's also part of a good team. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was he good, or did he just because he was good because of Tom Brady? No, that is food for thought for anybody out there. Huh? So that, that's the next subject. Then Do again, it's good. like, well, Tom Brady isn't as good without Gronk, so. That is true. It, look, look how look at this year they didn't even make the playoffs. Or not the playoffs. Not the, yeah, they but, made well, the playoffs, but didn't win. They made the playoff. Well, actually, they, they went. They played. They played wild card playoffs. Yeah, one they? game. Yep. Yeah. So they didn't even make it in the, as you would say, yeah, preliminaries before division. Thank God, because I think the NFL would have probably died if another Patriots went to the Super Bowl. And and then, I mean, we got rumors talking about Brady retiring, but also we got rumors. Another rumor I heard was that first thought is, oh well, if Brady doesn't retire, he's going to be a Patriot. But yeah. Some rumors said that he might end up going to a different team due to the fact of uh, his arsenal, his weapons. He's always talking about his weapons, and he's not too happy. So I, I think there's better odds I don't of him see it re- happening. No, I think there's better odds of him retiring than it would be. He switching. ain't gonna retire this year. He'll play like one more year, I think. Or do you think he's waiting for Belichick to leave? Mm, he might. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but Belichick been... could coach for like another twenty years, really. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old Belichick is. I think he's like seventy or sixty something. Yeah, I've not heard no rumors about you know him leaving, but I'm just saying, 
You never know. I mean, they, they seem to somewhat be the lifeline for each other, though. Well, once he leaves, then I'm sure they're going to have Bill Belichick's son. Yeah, as a yeah coach. I, I will agree. I do think his spawn will be... I do think they're going to keep it in the family. I mean, the, you know that he was the Browns head coach before the Browns got I, moved I in seen 1999. Some, they had a documentary. It was uh, yeah, him and Alex. Coach from 91 to 95. Well, the, the, the documentary I see on Showtime had him and um, Alabama's head coach. And I guess they're really great friends. Oh, yeah. Nick but, Saban or whatever. Yeah. But they were showing some old images of uh belichick and yeah yeah i see him the browns and he's he said back in the day they used to use punch cards to do their plays and stuff he said he kicked it old school he's been the patriots almost for 20 years as a coach that's that's in that's insane but the 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 owner of patriots would be stupid not to take in this kindred spirit of his son after he yeah That'd be that'd be the dumbest thing in the world is not to do that because you know his his son you know his son has. Uh, for all of you guys wondering, I have a cough slash chest cold. I think so. You might hear some coughing. Oh yeah, dude, we've been battling that almost my whole vacation. Well, there was a girl at work that apparently had like strep throat or something, and then I had to go like conduct in her spot. Oh great! So, you know she didn't I'm, sandy I'm wipe sure. anything either. No, so I probably got something like. Going on, yeah, dude. We've been. And of clean. course, it started like last night, day right before my birthday. So that's great. No, that's that's usually how it works out. Isn't it? But the good part is, though, you was off <laughs> on your birthday. That's that is a gift in its own, right there. Thankfully, we went and seen uh Doctor Doolittle. How how was Doolittle? It was pretty. It was pretty good. Everybody says it was horrible, but I thought it was pretty good. And from what I seen the previews, I liked it. You know, I mean, it's been since Eddie Murphy's. I believe was there two Doolittles. I mean, like one yeah, or two. Yeah, there's like there's like eight Doolittles technically. But Eddie Murphy? Oh no, 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 there's like two with Eddie Murphy. I think. I think it's yeah, that's the only ones I've seen with the tiger and stuff. And I think that tiger had some kind of a cat or whatever, whatever he had his eyes, cataracts or blindness of some sort, couldn't see or whatever. But uh, I don't think it was something in his brain. It was uh, it was a pretty slow movie to get pretty- started. It was pretty slow. It's yeah, weird it, overall, really. It looked fun. Did it, did it somewhat have the feel of, of like Eddie Murphy's Doolittle, like the same kind of feel to it, or was mm-hmm. it kind of its own? I mean, besides talking to animals, no. Really? I guess Robert Downey Jr. said he wanted Doolittle because it was based off the like British 80s or something. I don't know what he's. It was like in Britain and back in the day. When they had gonna, horse and carriage or whatever. I was going to say the era of time as one thing that seems automatically different was the era of time looked yeah. completely different than what it was when we grew up. You know, well, he watching. said he wanted to uh, do little to look like a well, old school Welsh doctor and it showed a picture of what he wanted him to look like. And at the beginning of the movie, it kind of looked like him. I was going to say, it looked like he pulled it. And by, and by the way, anybody wondering, you will not find a better Sherlock Holmes than Or him. Iron Man. Or Iron Man, yeah. I mean, he's, he's got the was pretty much locked down anybody like they had this sitcom or this this uh episodes on tv the sherlock one or it wasn't called sherlock but it had that and the asian girl in it the guy the mine whatever it's called but the guy's pretty much sherlock holmes it's don't it's, it's not called sherlock holmes and I, was, I can't get into that you know what i mean i need downing jr him and um what's his name jude law yeah. Jude Law play uh, Watkins, Watkins, Watkins. Watkins or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was overall good. Um, good movie. Plus the sound, I like this. It had tons of good actors in it and actresses in it. 
in that Sherlock Holmes movie. Both of them I like. There's been what, like three of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, with well, the final ones, I think he plays chess against that one dude, the bad guy. Oh, I, I think so, yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, it's sort of getting a little mind-bending because they're playing chess against each other and they're, like, talking, like, and they're, like, telepathically. It's just it's kind of weird. But, but, uh, no, it, uh, the new Doolittle, I mean, I was, you know, give it a shot at one point. It looked good. I want to watch the new, well, comes out February, uh, don't quote me on it, 20-something, I think, but, uh, Anyways, it's um, the Jokers, Impractical Jokers movie. Oh, that I looked, don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that looked funny. I like to watch it when it came out. The new season, actually, Impractical Jokers is starting, I think, next week. Um, new Impractical Jokers. We usually watch that when I get home at night from working. Watch just a couple episodes. Yeah. Usually on, uh, they seem to have a pretty good signing with True TV. Uh, for all I can remember... That's all they've been on network-wise or cable network or whatever you want to call it. I figured they'd be on, like, Comedy Central or something. I know. True must have struck a pretty good deal with them or something. I, mean, I know they were the first people to host them. But, you know, I mean, hosting them, it's like, it's like having a good football player. I mean, to sign them is one thing. But, you know, to keep them all those years is another. Right. But, but yeah. Any, but, hey, I do got one story to tell, okay? One interesting story. I was just flipping through today, and it was just really bizarre. But the only, the only Catholic priest ever executed in U.S. history. And, you know, not knocking on the religion at all, you know, to each their own, but it has nothing to do with what you think that it would have to do with. You know, nothing with children, right. not a cat. This is, uh, anyways, Hans Schmidt was an unusual child. He was born in the German town of Oschwenberg in 1881, had an eerie childhood habit of spending his afternoon watching the cows and pigs being processed through the local slaughterhouse. Already. Already red flag. I mean, come on. You know who? You know what I mean? Who, who, right. enjoys, who enjoys just watching you know, animals get slaughtered? He was also entranced by Roman Catholic rituals, played a priest with a homemade altar. These two childhood passions would eventually converge in an unsettling way. A 25-year-old Schmidt was ordained in Germany in 1904, but 1912 found himself at St. Boniface Church on the east side of Manhattan. But he was the only decent addition to St. Boniface at the time. A young Austrian housekeeper named Anna Amoller had recently been hired to keep shop. Schmidt and Amoller then began having an affair. So already, you know, of course, we got some wrongs. Right. On February 26th, now here's what I was talking about. It just escalates between an affair to what? On February 26th, 1913, Schmidt married a Muller in a secret ceremony that he performed himself. However, later that year, a Muller told Schmidt that she was pregnant, and he knew that his days as a priest would be over if word got out that, you know, to celebrate the Catholic priest had married. An impregnated woman. September 2nd, Schmidt slapped... Ready? Here we go. This is like 0 to 60 right here. September 2nd. And this is after he found out she was pregnant. He don't want to lose his... I don't know what you call it. Priesthood. I don't know. Right. S September 2nd, Schmidt slashed a mauler's throat with a 12-inch butcher's knife in a Manhattan apartment that he had rented for her. He then sawed off her head with a hacksaw, sliced her body in half, finally dumping her remains in the Hudson River. Nice. <laughs> Say what? 
When the body washed up days later, police traced remains back to Schmidt. Within minutes, he confessed to the marriage and the murder of a molar, claiming, I loved her, but sacrifices should be consumed in blood. Or, I'm sorry, consummated in blood. Anyways, long story short, jury convicted Schmidt of first-degree murder, sentenced to death by electric chair. Schmidt was um, electrocuted to death on February 18th, 1916, and remains, to this day, the only priest to ever have been executed in the United States. Talk about a crazy one. You know, I mean, you know, stories are stories. I read that one there. I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to read this because I know it's probably going of why he got executed. But then it just instantly killed her, dropped her head off, cut her body up. I'm like, what? It's also back in the time when probably nothing like that happens now. Well, I mean, I'm sure it happens, but not it as seemed, much as it did back in the day. It seemed like back in the day, man, they loved the whole cutting up stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. It was like, my my biggest thing is, okay, we always talk about how back in the day, like, you know, even 1916, that kind of stuff, you know, forensics wasn't even a thing till decades later. So how in God's name, you know, do they trace it back to him, you know, so easily? Probably just because he admitted to it, I would assume. Probably acting weird. I, I would assume they probably found it relatively early where they could identify who she was. And that's pretty much simple. You know, this girl's a housemaid. You know what I mean? So I... Maybe that's why you hear a lot of the old school stories of the 1800s, 1900s. Maybe that's why you hear about how they like mutilate the face or disfigure the face. Maybe it's because if they were found, the bodies were found, then they don't have the forensics where they couldn't identify who that person was. It seems like things were easier back then, but there's also just seems to be like some really weird stuff, like really weird. Uh, my battery's about to die. Hold on a second. His bats. The bats are flying. But, uh, crazy, cr- crazy enough. Some of the weirdest stuff I've ever, have ever heard of. You are, you are back, good sir. But from a creepy story perspective, and this is a personal experience. So me, myself, Tank, Chris, our buddy Shiz, and then his cousin, Bud. Anyways. You know, uh, we were young. We did all kinds of stuff. I mean, we went fishing a thousand times, didn't we? I mean, like a, like a yep. million times we fished, man. So we decided one time we was all going to go together to the bottom of Pan Creek, of the steelway there, to the bottom of there where it all ran off to. You know, besides being just a man-made lake-looking spot, you know, with the rocks and everything, it was more like, you know, the gra- the vegetation. You know, it looked like a, just like a stream. But one night we went there, you know, got dark pretty quickly. Was fish? I mean, it was dark. I mean, it was it was dark, dark. You see the moon? Put your hand past it where the moon's shining. I mean, it's just darkness completely. But we had the first incident that happened. This wasn't creepy, other than being annoying. But we were using shrimp. I know it sounds weird to live in Ohio using shrimp. Don't ask, just try it. It does work. Anyways, so we used, I was using shrimp, and then when I, I sat on a rock. Cast it in, and I look over to my right, and out of the dark, I mean, complete darkness, I see a little hand come out. Of course, that's not the scary part. That's just a, a raccoon trying to get the uh, shrimp. That's one little occurrence. <coughs> but the big occurrence happened right after. So we started, you know, we all, we're all guys. Four dudes. And it's going, you know, come on. It's four dudes. 
a sign of an actual maniac killer, we're not going to be spooked that bad. So I forget exactly what happened, but I recall us hearing a, a, a noise. I mean, it was, it was a, it was a noise. And then I remember all this kind of getting spooked to a point where we started. I mean, I remember us all being tangled up. You know, we didn't really properly put our fishing poles away running through. It's pretty thick vegetation, actually, I mean, off the beaten trail. But it was just a loud noise. And then we kept running. And then uh, it was the thickest sound, like the thickest log being broke, just echoing. And we were just, I mean, we were booking it back, booking it back. It was just... And to this day, I still have no idea what, you know, I mean, you can't really see much, but I can just tell you right now by the sound of it, that was a big something being broke. Big tree limb, something that's, it was eerie. It was, it was very eerie. We've had plenty of weird stories like that. And of course, we've had funny, funny stories of fishing, like how Tank hooked me in the arm, forearm. <coughs> mm-hmm. With my forearm. I remember you falling down. To uh, or the Deer Creek, I think. I like late with uh, Wacky Eric, and oh. then we drive home in his his uh Pontiac old old Pontiac that would die if you didn't do yes. it right, like start it right or whatever. Yes. And then drive him. Of course, we had all four of us in in that little tiny car with all of our fishing poles. Everything was sticking out of the window. <laughs> And then we drive off, and then we was like, oh, there's a sheriff, or uh, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to pull us over to question us, what are we doing? Because we was coming home late from fishing. And then, what well, you know, we're, we're getting pulled over because apparently Eric was... Something about, wasn't it like a stolen a, a subscription of a stolen vehicle? Yeah, there's a something. car that fits this description in Ross County yeah. that's just stolen. And then we get pulled over, and the fishing pole's right out the window on my side where the cop's at, and it almost hits him in the eyeball. Yeah. And and he's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the obvious, there's fishing poles. <laughs> well, we used to fish dude. late. I mean, we used to be out late, late. I mean, we're talking about, like, 20 hours, like, you know, anywhere from 2 to 4. Yeah. Sometimes we go early. I remember one time we went like five in the morning at Deer Creek Dam, yes. and then we, it was just me and you. And then we mm-hmm. go up towards the dam, and there's just this random guy, yes, by himself in a trench coat, standing there. I thought that and we're was like, weird. okay, we're we're dead. But, we're gonna die. The weird guy in the trench coat didn't have no fishing material. I mean, he was just literally standing there. Yeah, that it was, was creepy. I mean, that was just really. And I think he ended up leaving after after we left, I think. I can't remember for sure, but... For all you know, it could have been a carcass. He could have dumped out. Which that'd be stupid to do if you were to get rid of a body, just because it gets really shallow at the end. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> stupid. Yeah. But no, that was... Maybe he was checking out. Maybe he was like, this is stupid. I can't get rid of it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what he thought. This is too shallow. Yeah, we've had some good times there, though. Well, that's not the only time we get we got pulled over by cops for fishing either. The other time was whenever we was in courthouse fishing at the park, and it was like midnight, I think. Oh yeah. And then I see a cop go across the bridge. I was like, "How much you want to bet?" He comes over here and starts asking questions, and lo and behold, he did. And he was like, "What are you guys doing?" I don't know. We're just sitting here smoking <laughs> meth, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> Poles in the water, man. What do you mean? Poles in the water, man. 
and then and then after that he's like, "Oh, you got good luck tonight, fellas. Hopefully you catch something big." He's like, "Oh, myself, I caught a bass." Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Fish store. He was this big. I tell you, I swear to you. And then, and then we decided to pull a joke on our buddy. Uh, it was me, Brandon, and I think Joe was there at the time. <laughs> and then we decided, you know, let's play a prank on on uh, because Joe left after a while, and it was like we'll pull a prank on Joe and and uh, Lewis, one of our other friends, was there. It's like we're gonna call. I'm gonna have Brandon call and say that Tank got arrested for knocking out a cop, and he called him and said, "Hey, we need you to." bail out tank or something or figure it out he's in jail right now and they all literally thought it was realistic and real i was like dude you really think i'm that dumb yeah i thought i just kept playing around but i did not expect it to uh carry the tune it did yeah they really thought it was real like come on guys i would never do that oh so any other i've been thinking i really want to rent joker really bad Really, really bad. I want to watch it, especially the well, year. How about, how about the time also when I was fishing, and I dropped my phone in the water, and you was laughing. I was like, "Well, you'll get what's coming to you." And then the next day, we went to the same spot, and you had your brand new phone out, and it drops right in the water. Oh, Poss was so mad. I was mad. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. We, then we made those. Remember we made those? We made those Nerf or those? I called Nerf, but we made those corn the weedy balls but they were like they could have been like a you know nerf toy oh yeah i mean them things were didn't leave no residue in your fingers and they bounced really we never made them that good ever since nope i have not is that one time we just made it that or we just caught all of them and then they died (laughs) those big old those big old i mean i've been i've been there since i live since i live here still i've been there maybe one other time in the same spot with the same, not the same uh, ingredients, probably. I mean, I tried to make them still, but it didn't work at all. <laughs> like nothing, and they would fall off the hook. We did. I mean, when you put them on that hook, it it, it was done. It didn't lose shape. You can leave it in there for God knows how long. It wouldn't deteriorate off. Yeah. Really, super. Weird. And thank you, mother and father, for uh, allowing us to uh, cook random ingredients on your stove. Yeah. <laughs> That's we. Oh, shoot. I did tell my daughter. I told her a story. You know, she's been wanting stories to go to bed with. I told her a story. And you know the story, actually, at the very end, I told her. I said, that's a true story. She said, what do you mean? I told her. I used different names at the time, but then I broke it to her that it was actually you and me. I told her a story uh, about a two. Tell me if you know what it is. I said two guys were fishing. One thought he got a snag. But it was slowly dragging in. So he thought it was a big branch. Come to find out, he hooked the butt of a turtle. I said, uh, big old turtle. They got it out and they called it Rosie. And they ended up, they took it home and their father said they couldn't keep it. <laughs> so they released it. And she says, what, in the water? So they released it in the water and it was happy ever after. And I said, that was actually a true story. I said, that was me and Tank. She said, no, it wasn't. I see. Yeah, yeah but wasn't, wasn't it different, like, where... I thought we was driving in my new car. Yeah. We was oh, driving, oh, and then, Bet- Betsy. Yeah. And we was driving, and then we saw you saw it in the water or on the road or something. And you was like, what is that? And then you look at it, you pick it up, and then it's got a hook in its butt. Well, what it was, remember we went down in that little ravine. We was fishing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corner. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't <clears> hook <throat> in the butt. 
but there was one stuck. Like someone trebled it. And I remember getting it out. I remember. I remember it, we we took it home and everything and put it in the back of the truck and we get it out and there's poop and mud all in the back of my brand new car. I'm like, some again, dude. I remember before we put it in the back, I was holding on to it because it was in a shell. But remember, remember when we was driving, it ended up its neck ended up coming out of that shell. Oh yeah, we thought it was a snapping turtle at first. Well, regardless, its neck was like the size of my arm, so I was like, I'm putting, it, we're putting it in the back. Yeah, I don't want to find out whether it's snapping or not. But we literally was going to keep it, I think. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep Now I look back, I'm like, why in God's name did I even pick it up? And so, so disgusting. Like, I mean, bacteria-wise, so disgusting. But we did, we, oh, we was crazy, man. We do a lot of, a lot of night fishing. A lot of night fishing. But, uh, but that was, uh, I remember a lot of crazy stuff, man. And in case you guys didn't know, we were going on topic, but this is, this is a birthday boys podcast, boys. We going down memory lane. This man, now see, that's the thing. Is one thing that agitates me is a lot of people just say this, "Hey, dude, at birthday." But if people would actually realize that you just lived 365 days, to say you'd lived 365 days, I mean, we all know, we all watch the news. There's stuff going on every single second, you know, and. For someone to last 365 days to say they have, that's that's a big accomplishment. You know, no different than like at work when they're like, we went these X men on days without an injury. You know what I mean? It, it, it's something that you keep told of. I don't think people realize how big of a deal a birthday really is. You know what I mean? There's so many things in this world that could take you out of the world. You know, those we always talk about, it, but those crazies that drive, you know, there's so many different ways. So I think that's the biggest thing is I think birthdays. I'm not saying like, oh, this guy should be flooded with money and gifts, but I think people just need to realize that a birthday is actually a big deal. If you think about the odds of when you step out the door before you come back, you know? Yeah. But who am I? Just a man with an idea. You're going to say a man, a man with a man that's going to be 30. I know, dude. Yeah, in April, we're going to do another podcast. We can call it the, I don't know the what. The old men podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely, i tell you one thing. Is Addie don't care, Becca don't care, but Nova, she absolutely loves my beard. Absolutely. Loves your what? Beard. I've never ever, you know, I mean, you, usually little babies, especially what, like five, almost six months, you know, little babies, you know, agitating or they don't, you know, whatever. But she she loves it like a like a rug. Yeah, I don't like, think Isaac likes mine too well. Addie hates mine. I mean, she she you know, what I mean, like. I play around, and she's like, eh, you know. Becca, you just don't care. But Nova, she does. She loves it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think either one of my kids like it. Really? Yeah, Daniel's to a point now where I try to give him, like, a kiss or something, and he's like, oh, no, tickles or oh, hair, hair in my face. Son, that's what a beard is, boy. You'll be getting one, too, when you're a man. When yeah. you're a man's man. Of course, Brittany hates it, my beard. I don't think Emily minds it. I think she's just so used to it because I've always had a beard since I could grow one. I will say that. I will say she's used to it. It's kind of like getting used to traffic. You know what I mean? Like when you're driving, when you're commuting, you got traffic. You don't care for it. You don't necessarily like it. But you just, something you're used to, you know. I think that's what it is. And at first, there's arguments, you know, cut that, cut this. But then then I think it just gets to a point where it's like, I I really don't, I don't remember, I really don't like it when you don't have one. You know, I don't really remember what it's like when you don't, you know. Yeah, I never like to shave because I look like I'm 16, 17 years old. 
<laughs> my biggest thing is if if I look like a chiseled, like tight skinned young man, like I did in my wedding photo, then yeah, I'll shave it right now. But I don't. Trust me. I just wasn't working on his dad bod. I got the dad throat. That's what I mean. Ain't Same. no way. Ain't no way I'm gonna shave my beard. Instant. You shave your beard, you just giving yourself an instant double chin. Yeah. Instant. Instant. Yeah. I don't. I don't even use that Fatify app no more to play around. I just take pictures. Same. <laughs> but yeah. Again, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to me. Yeah. To happy birthday, dear Christopher. Happy birthday. Another day, another warehouse worker that's still going to be working there for the rest of his life. Unless I want a million dollars. I worked my birthday, my last birthday I worked, and I played around and told my boss, I said, do I get easy calls now? Hmm. He didn't He didn't think it was a joke. He didn't think it was funny. He said, why would you? I said, all right. All right. Good talk. Y'all take it easy. I'm going to go out and do calls. That's a good way to get free food, though. It's a good way to get cholesterol building. <laughs> that is, you know, I say it a thousand times. Whenever we were younger, Pop said, listen, you keep eating like that, it's going to catch up with you. I, well, like I doing... told you that when you were skinny. I said, you keep eating like this, you're going to, it's going to catch up to you. You're going to look like me. <laughs> dude, I, I seriously, on a serious note, dude, I used to eat whatever I wanted. I... Yeah, I know didn't matter and now you know well i think it also didn't matter because we uh we was working ourselves to death at when we worked at uh the warehouse for coke <laughs> we actually were a lot more active back even though we gained 98 percent of the time i still felt like we were more active back then than we are now yeah. the only activeness i got now is pretty much using my vocal cords to yell at my children well i mean i'm 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 still active, but not as bad as Coke was. Now, the warehouse, if you wasn't active... Warehouse sucks. For all you people out there, go to college. Yes. I'll just tell you that. Go to college. Don't work at no warehouse. Mm. It's not... My job's not terrible. Like, I like everything, every boss and all that. But if you have a choice, go to college. Do something you want to do. Because warehouse working ain't all it's cracked up to be. And... Also, even from my perspective, is if if you're going to do it, do it. Don't yep. don't go halfway. Don't do. Don't even do a percentage of it, other than 100. I mean, do if you it. think about it, though, like if you don't want to go to college, you can make some good money working at the warehouse because depending on where you live at, you can make about yearly, probably about the same as if you went to school for like teacher or something. Yeah. If you if you work like 17 dollars an hour and 60 hours, 50 hours a week, like normal, then yeah, you'll probably be making about the same as a teacher. Yeah, like if you, if you, if you, that's the thing is, look, nothing against you if you don't want to go, if you're listening, but if you do, then do it. If you don't, yeah. then go find a trade, do something else, but don't partly, that's what, that's my problem. You know what I mean? Don't, don't partly do anything. But the biggest thing is when you're in high school, I think it's the biggest thing is you always double think it. Well, I can't do that. I can't be, dude. If you want to do it, do it. Whatever it, do it. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing. Is just do it, finish it out. Don't stop. You know? Yeah, just be like Billy Madison. Stay in school for the love <laughs> of God. Stay in school. I think I want to be 
if I ever had a secondary, if I ever got to a point where I got let go and I need another job, I always told myself that I would just be working at, the, I, for some weird reason, I like the movie theater, but I wouldn't want no responsibility. I would just want to sweep the floor. That's it. I don't care. You like it. the what? Sweep the floor. Maintenance. I just want to sweep the floor. That's it. I won't be that guy that's like 90 years old, still working there for one reason to sweep the floors. That's it. So you want to be like Joe Dirt? But yes, yes. I wish I'd grow his hair. Not necessarily that style, but just hair in general. If if I have a secondary um, thing I would want to do if I never you know, could do that. And it totally evaded my brain. And I do not recall what I wanted to do secondary. Is that weird? No, it's just all the drugs you, you do. <laughs> all that nicotine. And if you, you uh, vape, be careful. Uh, if you live in uh, Hong Kong and China, be careful. The zombie apocalypse is going to be happening here soon. Dude, that's a cat. That's a that's a whole podcast episode that I'm gonna be. I want to do is this stupid. I don't even care if people agree me or not, and I don't care if it sounds like a conspiracy. The CDC, I feel, and for all of you don't don't know, it's a central disease um, corporation or whatever. Anyways, it's, it's disease control. Oh, since central disease control. Anyways, I feel like they're the biggest propaganda makers in this entire world okay they tell you that these little small outbreak or they use the word outbreak but there's only you know one of a bajillion people who have it and a few people died from it but god knows their medical condition before they got it okay they're healthy they probably could have fought it second secondly i think it's funny how they push these flu shots so hard on people you take it and oh dang it you only do it once a year but dang it the one the the one that you got a different strand we didn't have that it was a different strands it was a toss-up on the coin whether you're gonna get it or not dang it next year though do it again and, and hopefully it's a strand that we've created for you to, to block it but the good news though is if you do take it it will make flu the flu if you catch it it will make it uh, less, you know, you, you recover quicker. I feel like it's just pure propaganda driving the sales for the medical companies. Because here's the thing, here's the catch. If you're a parent and you, and see, of course I vaccinate my kids. Okay. Because they know that her parents are obligated. Why? Because, you know, dang, if you do dang, if you don't, if they get sick and you didn't flu shot them and they got the flu, then you feel like a horrible parent because you should have done it. But if they catch the flu, then you're like, oh, well, I got a flu shot. You know, I did what I only – I did all I could do. You don't feel as bad. I feel like it's just an extreme guilt trip to get you also to buy vaccinations for something that I can guarantee they really have the cure for. And I'm not even going to get into the subject any further, but that goes with – I believe in the cancer research and all that kind of stuff, but these big wig companies behind it, I don't care at all to donate to people, but it's really hard for me to donate to a corporation. And then I feel like I'm paying for Jimmy's Bentley versus really helping someone in need, you know, but I still think it's, po I think, I mean, I still think it's population control. People knock on China and stuff, you know, cause they, they really hardcore about that in very unethical ways. Um, about population control, but what happens if we, in quotations, don't have cures for things, you know? Population control, sad to say. But anyways, I know it sounds like I'm 
conspiracy freak, but I just, you know, God's given you that, that, that gut feeling for a reason. And every time I think about this whole subject, every sensor I got in my body just goes off on not wanting to really believe what they're saying. And the government do not take down my podcast episode when I mentioned that. Or I will know at that point something fishy is going on. Sorry, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk now. Well, I went on a complete rant. I went on a rant on your birthday. Mm. I'm, I'm pretty ashamed, to be honest. It should be. That really just, I hate that whole subject. But anyways, further ado, the birthday boy. I think it's on McCall's episode. Call it birthday boy. Make this a bonus episode number two. Birthday boy. Aside of that, Christopher, you have anything more to add? Um, mm, don't get sick because it sucks. <laughs> and don't get sick also because it could be the zombie apocalypse. Yes. Yes. And if it is, call Rick Grimes. <laughs> Other than that, I ain't got nothing except for uh, Pro Bowls this Sunday, I think, or Saturday, today, or yesterday, or tomorrow, I don't know. And then Super Bowl's next Sunday, so... Yeah, was that, February 2nd? <clears throat> and we get, to, we get to find out the um, continuation of, of the commercial with the peanut. Oh, he's dead. It says R.I.P. on it, but they said they're going to play what happened exactly on um Super Bowl commercial. He's I dead. think somehow or another... He evaded it somehow or another. Either way, they're smart for making this, you know, little viral thing going. I see it was trending in the top 10 um, RIP peanuts. I bet he's really dead. And this is an opportunity for them to rebrand themselves. Yeah, you never know. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Pro Bowl is tomorrow at 3 o'clock. That's all I got. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this thing up. Me and Christopher's going to do some birthday smashing. That didn't come out right. Okay. We're whoa, going to be uh, getting some. <laughs> whoa. He's talking about a video game, guys. We're going Calm to be down. getting dubs on uh, Fortnite. And if you have anything to say about us being told to play it. You uh, can suck my left nostril. Yes. The nostril. The whole nostril. But all right. Well, also, guys, like I said, remember, follow, uh, follow socials. Twitter, Loot News, Twitter.com. Handle will be in the bearded guy 75. He's also yeah. in the bio of Loot News. Is tagged in it. Follow that up. See what he's up to. Drop down some topics if you want to discuss anything in particular. And always, this is an ad-free podcast. Always will be an ad-free podcast. But if you ever feel so inclined, I know a lot of podcasts have the Patreon, you know, 50 different tiers. And they'll start it with $1. And then they'll just go up from there. We don't do that here. We do Patreon, yeah. We do $1 a month. That's it. That's just to say what's up. We believe in y'all. That's it. But until next time, y'all be safe doing what you're doing this week. And return back home on the way you left it. In one piece. (laughs) 